This is Scott Vanderplu, and you're listening to the Artist Edition Index Podcast, Episode 72. I went down to the St. James Infirmary, found my baby there, stretched out on a long white table, so sweet, so cold, so fast. Welcome back to the podcast where we take the written word from aeindex.org and bring it to all the life I can muster in this podcast. <clears throat> Try not to uh, lower my volume there. I don't know, a bit of a bit of a throat thing going on. All right. No uh, no big topic this month, just uh, thoughts, you know. Um, I should mention the uh, YouTube videos are going uh, full steam. I've had an opportunity to record basically one each workday the last few weeks, so there's a lot of videos up. I tried to get uh, videos up of everything that was on sale for Black Friday, Cyber Monday last week. So a bunch of the IDW stuff that the uh, and the two things from Wayne Allen Harold that were for fifty dollars. I mean that's that was a bargain. Uh, in previous years, I put up posts for Black Friday, Cyber Monday deals, but because most people don't see those until the Saturday email, um, I just I, they're on the forum. I, I just I left it this year, so you were you were up to your own devices to find your sales. But it was IDW and uh, Wayne Allen Harold Productions. Uh, a bunch of books for $50 or $60. Those, those are definitely the bargains and what I would have picked up. Of course, I have everything, so there was no opportunity to pick up anything there. Uh, I did pick up two new uh, French AE format books. Uh, the first uh, appearance of the Smurfs from Peo, and then a, uh, a uh, another book. I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. Uh, so that we'll see if those get reviewed. All right topic this month is as I sat here and looked at things and thought well November is wrapping up I got it's December and we don't have a lot of books for the uh, awards next year I'm looking at the, what came out in 2022 we have Pete Craig Russell's Symbolist Fantasies and other f- things fine art edition John Buscema's Marvel Heroes Artist Edition Dave Stevens' The Rocketeer it's a reprint. I don't even know if I'm going to include it, but I probably will. Judge Dredd by Brian Boland, John Paul Leon's Winterman, and Todd McFarlane's Spider-Man. I guess hey, that's not a bad, that's not a bad collection actually. And we got four different publishers, so maybe I was a bit too hasty there. One, two, three, four, six books, AE format books. I was thinking about including foreign language books, but I'm not completely on the ball of what is released. Uh, I know what I pick up and what I buy. But um, I don't know. I don't think I'm proficient enough in French and in the watching to get that list accurate. But uh, look for that next month. No, look for that January 1st when we uh, the Dunbeer Awards will be up and we're going to have a choice of six books. So that's nice. Uh, it could have been seven. I had a nice email from a reader who said, uh, was wondering if I had made a mistake on the site because I had moved... The uh, book, one book from last month. Uh, sorry, from, wow, I am really just babbling on here, not saying what I want to say. Let me find this mail, and that will be nice. That way I'm not just, uh, there it is. So Denis D. asked if the judge read by Mick McMahon Apex Edition if I had made a mistake because I had put it to January because he already picked his up. Uh, he got his uh, from uh, in France on November 17th, so that's nice. No, North Americans, we are still waiting for Diamond to release it uh, in January. So 
fingers crossed. I was hoping maybe to get that December 28th. Maybe it'll be a bit early, you know. And then we'll have a seventh book for this year, two from 2000 AD, Rebellion. That'd be awesome, but I don't think so. I think that's going to open up 2023 for us. All right, a lot of pregnant pauses there to start this podcast off, so I'll try not to do that anymore. Shipping changes, nothing really, other than the aforementioned Judge Dredd by Mick McMahon, now moved to January 4th. Uh, lots of questions about Lone Wolf and Cub Gallery Edition new printing. Diamond still lists it for December 28th. Lists the new price, $119.99. It was released at $99. And I just did a video of it. So you can have a flip through and think, oh, that's an awesome book. Yeah, when it was initially released in 2018, it was $99.99. And the new, it's gone up 20 bucks for the new printing as Diamond lists it. Dark Horse still not showing it on their website. I emailed Dark Horse and did not get a response, so... I think we may have to just wait that out and uh, I will monitor and see what happens. All right, stock solicitations. So interestingly, this this hasn't happened for a while. Diamond released their uh, December 2022 solicitations and in there was Michael Golden's Marvel Stories Artist Edition. Now IDW distributes through Penguin Random House. So Penguin Random House normally has, this, has their new books listed two, three weeks uh, and then Diamond releases theirs at the end of the month. But this time, no, Diamond had the scoop, and uh, Penguin Random House took them a week and a half to put this up on their site. It has gone up, and I will be doing a post for Penguin Random House November 2022 solicitations, and this will be there. Let me give you the blurb on this one. Michael Golden's Marvel Stories Artist Edition. The work of one of the most influential artists in comics gets the Artist Edition treatment, which you really should say for the second time since he did them. We already have Michael Golden's Micronauts, actually, and we have the Michael Golden G.I. Joe portfolios. This is his third time around. Michael Golden is a true artist artist. His work has inspired several generations of comic artists and fans across the globe eagerly await his new releases. This artist edition of Golden's Marvel work will include four stereo stories, two short Nam stories from Strange Adventures and the Wolverine Christmas story, including one of his most fondly remembered, the Spider-Man Hulk from Marvel Fanfare 47, considered to be one of his very best. Additionally, this collection will include pages from Doctor Strange 55, Avengers Annual 10, and covers galore. If you're a Michael Golden fan, then this is the artist edition you've been waiting for, other than Michael Golden's Micronauts and Michael Golden's G.I. Joe portfolio. All right, release, release date, July 4th or in July 5th, depending if your comic shop gets it from Penguin Random House or Diamond. 176 pages, 12 by 17, 150 US, because that's the new current price. As well, Diamond has solicited Will Eisner's The Best of the Spirit Artisan Edition, which we saw... A month ago from, um, actually I think we saw it in, yeah, a while ago from Penguin Random House. But I'll give you that blurb again so it's fresh in your mind. Will Eisner's work on the spirit was, in its way, as groundbreaking as Orson Welles' Citizen Kane. Both artistic achievements rewrote the book on sequential storytelling and had lasting impacts on all that followed them. Featured within these pages are 17 spirit stories, all from Eisner's peak period, 1946 to 1950, generally regarded as his best work on the spirit. An artisan edition collects stories, covers, and pages that have been reproduced in the original art. While appearing to be in black and white, these images have been scanned in color, allowing the reader to view them as closely as possible with the original art. Ink, gradients, blue pencil, corrections, and more are all clearly visible. All the wonderful, subtle nuances that make original art so special and unique. So, uh, April 18th, April 19th, again, depending on where your comic shop gets their IDW books. It's 8 by 12 it's 144 pages, and it's $39.99. I've got some order links up there. As always, if you uh, if you can order through those, then I'm ahead of the game there. 
All right, that's the solicitations. There are two more solicitations which I have not, I'm going to be writing up today. Again, I'm going to be putting the Penguin Random House one that has the Michael Golden. And then I'm going to be putting up a link for, the, for a Carol Day book. I'll discuss it more next month because I haven't put the article up yet. But it's, a, it's, an, it's an artist edition format book of Carol Day strips from England. It, it's a complete storyline. Lance Hallam is the storyline. And it's 350 US. And they're, they're full size. This is big money. But the best treatment we're going to see, I think, for comic strips until I can get around to getting the US and produce my own AE format comic strip books. But uh, keeping that in my back pocket still because I'm not there yet. All right. Let's talk the poll for November 2022. This is an interesting one. Lettering. This month we ask our faithful readers to vote on their absolute favorite format AE book. Oh, I did that wrong. It should have been an AE format book. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to edit that up. In regard to lettering, does the lettering add to the art or ruin it? Do you read your AEs as books or just marvel at the art? The options were no lettering, and I used Hellboy and Hell as the example. Digital lettering added. Um, Frank Cho's Savage Wolverine Artist Edition was the example. Lettering provided in a second format. Michael Golden, G.I. Joe Yearbook, Artist Edition Portfolio, had uh, the original art on one side, and then the other side was the original art with uh, word balloons. All right. uh, Produced. Uh, shown on the opposite page. I used Lone Wolf and Cub as the example for that, but you can also use a bunch of other... Um, the Star Wars Dark Times also did that. And then lastly, um, as production pages printed as an extra, and that's the Sandman Overture Gallery Edition. So the voting was, most people wanted it as an extra, 19 votes. And after that was digital lettering a la Savage Wolverine, 16 votes. 14 votes said no lettering at all. Just leave it as as is. Nine said uh, lettering in an alternative format. And five said opposite the original art. So lots of options there. And I voted for digital lettering because the digital lettering I've seen has been wonderful. And I would rather read it. I read them as a book. I read them as a comic. So, but voters have spoken. You can continue to vote. This stays active for quite a while. I'm fixing that typing formatting. It's so funny, you know, when you run, when you run, when you're your own editor, which is something you should never do. Don't ever be your own editor, right? Uh, you have to fix your mistakes. So that means reading something after, you know, you can't write it and then read it. The same, even the, you know, even the same day. Sometimes you have to let it sit there. So a lot of times, I will I will publish a review or I'll publish a long article, and then I'll read it and I'll notice some things, and then the next day I'll come back and I'll read it again and I'll notice a few things and I'll I'll get to making those corrections. So sometimes, um, if you read a review, I do recommend that you come back and look at it in a couple of days because I probably have changed something, which isn't great, I admit, but that's the way it is. All right, let's talk AE format out of print sales for October 2022. Lots of uh, interesting uh, things happening here. All right, again, Basil Wolverton's Weird Worlds. One copy sold for $100. Well, that's a bargain. Two copies of Batman Dark Knight Returns Frank Miller Gallery Edition sold for an average of $101.81. That's really come down with uh, Graffiti Designs clearing out their books through Diamond. Uh, that's, well, they're clearing out for retailers, so the retail generally can give you a discount. 
but that's a great price. Four copies of Bernie Wright's and Artifact Edition Second Print sold for an average of $189.99. One copy of Best of EC Comics Volume 1 sold for $164.20. One copy of Bill Sienkiewicz's Mutants and Moon Knights and Assassins sold for $204.50. That's actually uh, quite a bit down from what we've seen the last few months, so that's another that's a bargain. Dave Gibbons' Watchmen Artifact Edition, $169.99. Wow, that's, uh, that's high. One copy of Don Rose's The Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck, Volume 1, $174.95. That's down a bit from where it's been. One copy of ElfQuest Scout Edition, 102.50. That seems to be the going rate. Two copies of Frank Cho's Savage Wolverine, averaging 150. One copy of Frank Miller's Sin City, The Hard Goodbye, 95. One copy of Gene Colan's Tomb of Dracula for 299.99. Two copies of Gil Kane's Amazing Spider-Man for 155 average. One copy of Jack Davis's EC Stories for 249.99. Wow, that's up a bit. Two copies of Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four, averaging 140. Two copies of Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four, The World's Greatest Artist Edition. That's the twice up one. That's averaging $194.99. One copy of Jack Kirby's The Mighty Thor for $145. One copy of John Buscema's Silver Surfer for $93. That's a bargain. Two copies of John Byrne's Fantastic Four for $281.25 average. That's creeping up. Two copies of John Byrne's Marvel Classics, averaging $145. One copy of John Byrne's X-Men, Artifact Edition, $406.77. Two copies of John Ramsey's Making Spider-Man Artist Edition. Averaging 148.25, and four copies of Volume 2 of that, averaging 132.49. Two copies of Lone Wolf and Cub Gallery Edition, averaging 347.50. Man, to find one of those in the wild and put it on eBay, eh? One copy of Mad Artist Edition, 200. One copy of Marvel Covers Artist Edition for 179.99. One copy of P. Craig Russell's Murder Mysteries and Other Stories Gallery Edition, 98.52. Three copies of Spawn Vault Edition, averaging 393.77. One copy of Vault Edition 2 for 202.50. Um, one copy of Star Wars Artifact Edition for 55. One copy of Star Wars Dark Times for 45. One copy of Usagi Jim with the Artist and Other Stories for 200. That is the lowest it's been for a long time. I congratulations to whoever got that. I gotta say that's there's a bargain. One copy of Wally Woods EC Stories Artist Edition first print 299.99. Again, that's a nice low price. One copy of Walter Simonson's Star Wars Artist Edition for 175. Two copies of Walter Simonson's The Mighty Thor first print, averaging 199.99. One copy of Will Eisner's The Spirit Artist Edition, 174.67. Now, obviously, these are all occurred in October, so none of these are IDW Black Friday sales, which a lot of these actually were on sale. But it's it's nowhere near like the sales we saw uh, last year. So uh, we had a couple records. This, uh, let's see, no, let's see. Um, yes. So I noticed two records this month. Oh, I'm sorry, one record this month. Uh, Usagi Jim of the Artist and Other Stories Gallery Edition. Uh, on November 9th, the copy sold for $599.99. So one copy sold for $600, and in October, one copy sold for $200. So wow, that's very impressive. All right, those are the, those are the record-breaking prices, and that's the, uh, man, that's crazy. Some of these books really hold their value, i got to say. Very impressive. Um, two reviews this month. One right at the beginning and one at the end. Let's talk the first review. Todd McFarlane's Spider-Man Artist Edition. Todd McFarlane's gorgeous work on Spider-Man was nothing less than groundbreaking. His intense version of the web-slinging roll crawler took the character to new heights, instilling in the character a sense of energy and vitality rarely seen before. McFarlane took each character and made them his own. Classic villains like the Green Goblin, Hobgoblin, Sandman, the Vulture, the Lizard, plus his classic interpretations of some of Marvel's greatest heroes, the Incredible Hulk and Wolverine. 
Let's not forget his alluring Mary Jane. McFarlane was also the co-creator of one of the most infamous new characters in years, the villainous Venom. And while there are no complete stories presented in this book, there are many examples of McFarlane's classic storytelling filled with kinetic energy and, oh, those webs. Uh, IDW Publishing, September 27th, released. 14 by 21, 192 pages, $150 US. Interesting. So let's talk that size. So a bunch of the... He, there were a few issues that he did... Uh, most of his Spider-Man artwork was that bigger size paper, but all his Amazing Spider-Man stuff is smaller. So when you get into the book, you'll see that um, it, less than half actually takes up the full page, which is a bit disheartening, but it is his Spider-Man stuff, and it's, it's quite large. Uh, there are issues of Spider-Man that are not that size, so it varies quite a bit. You know, this is, I was, I bought all these issues off the newsstand. I was interested sort of in McFarlane. Uh, I know this is hugely popular, and McFarlane is just riding the top of his game right now. And Spawn is ridiculously popular. Um, I'm not a huge McFarlane fan. I'm, I'm, I'm glad this artist edition is out. But it's not, uh, it's not on the checklist for me, i got to say. Now, being able to check his pencils and the inks, really nice. I mean, at this size, uh, you know, the webbing is great. No question. Really nice stuff. And then the gallery, the great, great cover gallery. And we do see that uh, the Marvel Age cover, which I really like. And uh, he did some Marvel Tales covers. And we get to see that Wolverine cover with the Hulk, right? That's, a, that's that whoosh. That's that Todd McFarlane cover we all know. So some great extras for sure. Um, nice production. Book is really well done. Uh, we've got, uh, it's interesting, the, we haven't seen uh, Serban Christescu work on one of these in a while. It's uh, It's been Randall Dalk doing them. Maybe with the reduced number, uh, Randall's got time to do whatever the four books a year that IDW's putting out. All right, that's the one review. The other review this month was uh, Natasha Artiste Edition. And that is uh, Natasha. I don't know if it's Natasha or Natasha. It's N-A-T-A-C-H-A. With Natasha, the air hostess from 1970, Francois Waltery and Goss created the first heroine of popular Franco-Belgian comics. The birth of this beauty is due as much to chance as to the talent of two authors then almost unknown. Natasha and the Maharaja, the next album, upsets the cart even more. Waltery develops a graphic style that will influence generations of designers. The secret of the Goss-Waltery duo? Audacity experience. A small part of recklessness, a hint of luck, great friendship, and above all, a lot of work. For the first time, the original artboards of these two founding albums of The Legend of Tatcha are reproduced in facsimile in the original format. This Dupuis Artiste Edition appears on the occasion of the 50th anniversary of Natasha and the Maharaja. Uh, February 1972 it was published in Spiro, and then December 1972 it was published as an album. So this was released by Dupuis in June of this year. It's uh, 374 millimeters by 513 millimeters, which is 14.7 inches by 20.2 inches. 120 pages, hardcover. It's 199 euros. I was excited to get this. I bought it the day it came out. I got it from my usual place, uh, uh, Nifiem. Uh, not Collector B, yeah, it was Nifiem. And uh, I received it, and then it just sat there, and I did not review it. I need to... I try and do new things right away, but with the French stuff, sometimes I get it, and just with other things going on, it sort of languishes, which is a dis disappointing, actually. 
and I need to be more on top of that. Like I said, there's a new uh, there's a new Payo one of the Smurfs first appearance. Uh, that's out that's out this week. I've ordered it. I should have it next week. So I'm going to review that in December. Actually, I made both books in next month. Maybe foreign language books because I don't know about any English books that I have sitting around. All right, this book is like I said. I don't think this is any of this. Natasha has been translated to English. I haven't seen any English translations, but it's a uh, Waltry. Uh, the style is great. Francois Waltry, really nice style. It's got that really the look that you'd expect of uh, BD or Bay Day band SNA from that period. And uh, it's it's really nice to flip through. The pages look great. It's it's uh, that Spiro format of art. So every page is actually two separate pages, an A and a B. And for the albums, they put them together. But for the uh, for Spiro, a lot of times you got uh, each page only at half, right? And they had something else going underneath it—a puzzle, a game, uh, an advertising, that kind of thing. The art presents really well. I mean, fifty years old. And uh, it's not very yellowed at all. So I think it must be... I don't know if Dupuis holds a lot of this stuff. Because it's all there. There's, uh, so I don't know if a collector or possibly the Waltry or Dupuis, somebody owns it. It's interesting, the, uh, the aging, because instead of what you normally see with aging, you know, it goes a bit yellow and then it goes brown. This has a uh, almost like a pink rose tint to where I would expect it to be yellow-brown. So I'm not sure what happened there. But... Uh, Really great stuff. And, you know, what I love about Dupuis and these uh, Artiste Edition, uh, well, it's interesting that they took, again, you know, further reinforcement that Artist Edition is the format and not just uh, IDW's uh, name for this style of book. I think it's worldly recognized now as a format. Um, So many great extras. We get an introduction. We get a lot of extra artwork. We get biography. We get a real build-up, photographs of the creators. Uh, there's a lot of background material, not just the not just the art, right? And I think with North American uh, production of these books, we don't get enough background material. We, uh, I think, so Fantagraphics does, and I think they do a wonderful job with that, but it's been so long. Fantagraphics, where are you? Uh, I heard a rumor, rumor now, don't, don't take this with a grain of salt, that uh, we may see another Fantagraphics uh, studio edition coming with some Marvel slash Fantagraphics work from Fanta- I'm sorry, Marvel work from Fantagraphics creators. So, you know, maybe that an X-Men history book and an Incredible Hulk history book, that would be, that could be another Fantagraphics Studio Edition. We'll see. Maybe not. That's my only rumor from Baltimore. I know some things from Baltimore, but I, I've said I'm not going to reveal them. So that's it. All right, back to this though. Yeah, wonderful Wonderful book, wonderful production. This is basically the size is like a twice up. Uh, the you know, interestingly, the hard cover is really thick, like it's thicker than any cover I've encountered. Um, and it, I, I don't know if it's that or the box, really tight fit. I could barely get this thing out of the box. There's a nice finger hole so you can get the book out of the box, but I still had trouble. You can watch me struggle uh, in the video. Um, going forward, uh, you're gonna see the video with every review. Uh, I've sort of I've sort of caved. To me, videos are not important. Flipping through the book in a video, I don't know. I, I, like I'm taking 20 to 30 pictures. Uh, I think you can get a feel of the book from the pictures and reading my review. But people like these flip throughs, and I'm reading comments on my YouTube channel. And the people say, "Oh, you know, I was on the fence, but I watched your flip through and I've ordered the book." I think, well, okay. So it's appealing to somebody, and if that's the case, I will make the videos. I'm not doing a lot of extra work for it. It takes me about five to six minutes to flip through the book. 
capture the video. I have a boom arm. I have a space to do it. So I would like to wrap up, if I can, by early next year. First quarter, 2023, every book should be have a flip-through. So that's exciting. I'm still trying to work on a couple things. Um, the Cafe Zombo book from uh, Dargode last year. Was it Dargode? No, it was, uh, yeah, it was Dargode. Uh, because it's such a wide format, I'm not sure I'll be able to video, but I'll, I'll give it a try. Anyway, please don't, if you're a regular... Uh, reader of the site, listener of the podcast. Don't please don't dismiss the foreign language stuff. I realize it's not. There's no nostalgia for you, most likely, because we didn't grow up reading these comics. But they have so much really to offer. And it, if if you're a fan of original art, to be able to experience uh, this French art is really wonderful. So that's great stuff. You know, I miss the I miss my uh, support the site blurb. So I'll I'll get back to that. If you'd like to support the site, uh, three ways you can do that. Uh, Patreon patron, a dollar or more a month. Greatly appreciated. It goes towards me buying books, as everything does. Uh, the easiest way to support me is to use the affiliate links I have uh, throughout the site. Click on those links. I get a percentage. Especially, uh, if you can, please pre-order your books through Things From Another World. That's my best pre-order. Uh, that's my best affiliate the link. So that's pretty exciting. And the final way is through the store. Now, the store's had uh, some good play lately. Sold a bunch of things, so the store stock is dropping rapidly. Don't have much left. Uh, I did get a couple copies of Eric Powell's The Goon Artist Edition, which, unfortunately, I can't offer the same price that the uh, IDW sale had them for. Actually, a lot of the books I have for sale were on the IDW sale, unfortunately. So, I think they'll probably sit there a while, and people who maybe didn't get it on the sale and still want to pick it up in order for me so all right that's it for this month thank you for joining me and we will see what uh, the new year brings some exciting things coming in december hopefully these two new french uh ae format books are going to be reviewed and maybe we'll get some news on 2023 now we've just got an ae format book from idw announced for july of 2023 so i really makes me wonder what the year is going to hold as uh, scott dunbier has said he still wants to maintain the four bucks a year. And we've heard two books announced now for 2023. So let's hope maybe we can hit four or maybe a little bit extra. Thanks and uh, look forward to next month. Let her go, let her go, God bless her. Wherever she may be, she can search this wide world over. She'll never find a sweet man like me.